0: January 26th, 2020, the Royal Rumble from Houston, Texas. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary, here to talk about everything that happened tonight. Uh, This was a unique rumble, man. I felt like we haven't quite seen something like this before. Matt, what did you think of the pay-per-view?
1: Definitely, I thought this was a good pay-per-view. You're right, as far as the rumble being different, the rumble match itself... Um, we'll get into it once we get into the rumble. But the overall pay per view, I had a lot of good things to say about it.
0: Yes, six matches on the main card, two on the pre show. Unique that on the main card, equal number of men's and women's matches that's never happened before on the main card of a WWE pay per view. Um, talking about the pre show quickly, Matt, did you watch any of that at all?
1: Say that again. Uh, I I, I did not, but I mean. I do have a comment about your last comment, though. I can't just let you get away with it.
0: What? Which, what's that?
1: About, what'd you say? There was an equal what?
0: A number of men's and women's matches on the main. So,
1: track. if we were truly, truly here looking at this with everybody's equal, that wouldn't have stuck out to you. What would have stuck out to you was, holy shit, we just saw six amazing matches.
0: Yes, but I think you have Hashtag no-
1: identity politics, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to get into
0: this now? You really want to get into this now? Uh, no, I, and
2: technically, it's not because the pre-show you had more men's matches, which you know tips the scales. But,
1: uh,
3: but yeah, God, get this let's pre-show.
1: just be straight. This whole pay-per-view, come on, this was a really good pay-per-view. Like I yeah. had no issue with anything, almost, and that's rare.
2: I loved it. I thought the the men's rumble was one of my favorite rumble matches in in years, yeah. in, in a long time. I can't remember since when. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. I. And and we'll get into it. I th- you know, I thought Becky Lynch versus Oscar was, one that of was the my... low points. What? Yeah. There was no reaction. The crowd was dead. What? Uh, I, I never thought I'd say an Oscar match was one of the uh, – I thought that was the worst match on the show.
1: Okay. So maybe sometimes – okay, I agree the reaction from the fans help. It adds. I agree. Yeah. But – uh, maybe I'm watching from the wrestlers' perspective again, and uh, maybe I got stuck in that for that match because that I was just about to say before you said that. I, I know that, I that was you. my favorite match of the night.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could tell, and I was like, oh, he's gonna be disappointed with what I'm gonna say. Actually, I thought Bailey what the Bailey match was worse, but yeah,
0: I actually um, thought false count anywhere kind of was a bad note to start on from a pacing point of view because we had this like 35 minute match open the show.
2: They did, but they the crowd was into it by the end. I mean, I was they, happy they
1: got that out of the way, honestly.
2: Yeah, I, I think they, they were benefited by the positioning on the card by being oh not yeah. early. Still had a hot
1: crowd. Yeah.
0: But I'll tell you, six uh, matches on the main card is a good number to have. I felt that that it went by at a good pace. Um, pre-show was two freaking hours long. What? I, and you know what? I just had it on mute for most of the time, and I was watching other stuff. It was like, I'll start when the wrestling stops, or I'll start when the wrestling starts. Um And I have to say, you know, what actually got me to unmute it was that freaking Lacey Evans commercial for Foster Farms Corn Dogs. Like, which is the craziest thing I've seen and the best thing I've seen in a while.
1: I gotta go look it up. Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, It is, uh, Matt, just it's like the most glow segment that the WWE has ever produced where it had her wrestling the hunger monster and like feeding her child a snack. (laughs) <laughs> Highly recommend that commercial yeah. um, Antoine fair with a $5 super chat saying drew got the two biggest in wrestling history eliminated Roman and Brock. I say it now and new.
2: It's right. I mean, they put the the rocket straps on drew tonight and uh, I thought, I thought they did an amazing job. I thought uh, that was yeah. so well booked. I loved it. It really was.
0: Uh, and then uh, Raj, why don't you take the super chat?
2: I feel this was the best men's rumble since 2010. I'm forgetting what 2010 was. Was that Edge returning or Cena? Um, but yeah, I thought it was the best men's rumble in a long time. I'm I'm having a hard time thinking the one that uh, that compared.
0: It's interesting looking at the chat here because this does seem it was polarizing. A lot of love or hate spots. I'm seeing some people love the same things other people are saying they disliked. So I feel like we do have a lot to dig into, a lot to talk about. Quickly want to go over the pre-show card. Um, Sheamus, that return match against Shorty G was the first match on the pre-show. I mean, Sheamus did pick up a win, but this was a very competitive match.
2: They went back. I mean, they worked hard. Um, Yeah. It was just one of those where... When... People know it's a pre-show match. Automatically, you know, it's not important. You, you automatically know you can skip it. It's there to entertain people while people are filling in the seats. And uh, that's what it felt like in this match. Like, no matter what they did, they weren't going to get a reaction. So it was a dead crowd for this match.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. And do you think, Matt, what did you think about the size of the venue? I felt at times it felt like WrestleMania and at times it felt like it was too big to have the crowd sustain the energy.
1: But yet their entranceway was tiny mm. where they entered. you know what I mean? Where, where their video wall was and where yeah. they come out, it felt like two they're like three steps they were at the ring already, like MSG-like in a way. Um, but I, I thought it was a good arena actually. mean is it's pretty, you know, mainstream. I thought that was cool that they were there, but um, yeah, I, I didn't see any of this pre-show, so I apologize.
2: And no, Matt, I- to your point, the reason why it feels like that is because they are coming from the dugout. You know, so because it's a baseball stadium, so they don't have like the long uh, entrances like you'd have in a football field. And so yeah. coming from the dugout, so it's like a short entrance. But um, I like, it. you know, I feel like they should do this for SummerSlam, have it in baseball stadiums. You don't have to have it in the big football arenas, but, you know, the bigger atmosphere, mm-hmm. it, it, it just sets it apart. Like the show felt different from Survivor Series or SummerSlam.
0: I agree with that. Uh, We followed Sheamus getting that win with Umberto Carrillo versus Andrade for the U.S. title. Yeah, Andrade won. Carrillo looked okay in this match. Um, I mean, this didn't really need to happen. Why didn't they save this for Raw tomorrow night?
1: Good point. I I, I was looking forward to that match. I thought it would have been on the Rumble.
0: Yeah.
2: I think once you put a title match on the pre-show, it just delegitimizes your title. You know, it just uh, automatically people know that it's not that important. It's not, and then why have it? If it's not helping, elevating, or, you know, something that is actually, you know, moving a person up, then what's the point of having it? And I, I just hate that the fact that they have title matches on pre shows, it just devalues the title.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. We got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got a big announcement to make that we're going to make in a moment, uh, confirming some details about our WrestleMania plans. I want to take a break. I want to thank the sponsor of this episode. Guys, you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Think about it. Think back to the days when, you know, you had, you had ambitions, you had goals. You wish you were a little bit taller. You wish you were a baller. You wish you had a girl that looked good, you would call her. And now you're in your 40s and you're just wishing you felt like you felt back then. Uh, used to voteeo doe, now you can barely voteeo. Well, the good news is that you can get that back, that energy back that you once had as a much younger man. With Blue Chew. Bluechew.com, that's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So it's the stuff that works, it's science to enhance uh, your performance, to enhance your confidence, and you can take them anytime, day or night, even on full stomach, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever you need to go. If something happens spontaneously, uh, you chew one of these, put on some music, lower the lights, 10 minutes later, bam, it's go time, baby. And if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance, prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office, you don't have to wait at the pharmacy, ships right to your door in a discreet package, and they're made in the USA. They're prepared and shipped direct, and said, so So they're actually cheaper than a pharmacy. No awkwardness in the process. It's so, so simple. Here's what we want you to do. Go to bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free with our special promo code W-I-N-C. And uh, you're going to get one of these pouches. They're awesome. It's going to come with uh, five of these bad boys, each individually wrapped in a pill. Check it out. See what you think. Again, that first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping with our promo code W-I-N-C. Go to B-L-U-E-chew.com, promo code W-I-N-C, to try it free blue Chew, the better cheaper faster choice we thank them for sponsoring the podcast uh matt morgan were you like a ski low i wish situation where you know you wish you were a little bit taller and then in some weird karmic twilight zone twist you sprout to seven it? feet tall
1: didn't he want to get with Leoshi?
0: yes because she's fine
1: yes um the only thing cool about that what was it what was it because he's six foot nine what'd he say
0: Yes, I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leoshi. Yes, and now I don't it. know all the lyrics. This is not going to be. That was the only
1: ready. part of the. Yeah, the only thing I appreciate about Skilo's song there. That was it. Because <laughs> I was already six foot nine at this point. Right.
2: You don't wish you were taller. You're already as tall as you were. Yeah.
0: Want that's how be. he got tall because he wished he was a little bit taller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's talk, uh, Raj. Give the big announcement for WrestleMania weekend
2: any weekend and you guys have been asked for it and it's happening uh, we are all going to be there uh, it is let me pull up the details uh, but we will be there map mr. Matt Morgan uh, Glenn myself Justin Labar Nick Hausman we will all be at the wrestling Inc meetup it's going to be at a bar uh, Rick's in let me sorry one second let me get the uh, the details and so um, you know we're obviously anticipating that there'll be a lot of people. So if you want to sign up, go to our Facebook, it's free, uh, no cover. Uh, we're going to have drink specials. It's at Rick's on the river, our North, North Willow street in Tampa, April 3rd, five to 8 PM that Friday. So you have time to, uh, to get to anything that's going on that night. I think the SmackDown other events. So, um, and actually I think this time is wrong. I think it's actually three to five, but we, we will, uh, double check on that. But, Sign up at facebook.com slash wrestling Inc. Go to events, uh, sign up. It doesn't cost anything to sign up. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you guys all there. 3 to 5 PM. That's, that's correct. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And it's uh, pretty close to where everything's happening.
2: Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's on the beach. Um, yeah, it'll be a
1: blast. Come gonna- come on out guys because we want to do you guys for how many years now you've been saying you wish that we did some of these things live, right? This is only going to increase that opportunity to do. I'd like to do more than this actually. And I think this will give us that opportunity for us to prove to rise that we will have tons of different <laughs> with tons of different fans coming in. And um and let's really, really, really build this up. You know what I mean? So bring a friend, bring all, and this is a chance for you guys to meet one another that I know chat on here, actually, that chat in the chat room amongst each other as well. It's another cool opportunity to basically see me clown Glenn live, right? <laughs> What's better than that? I'm no, joking.
2: Yeah, we're going to have a and a with all you guys. Uh, but it is, uh, it is probably going to be filled quickly. So if you are on the Facebook uh, list, you will your guaranteed entry into the spot. So regardless of if it's too full, you are allowed in uh, anyone that's not that's at the door. We can't guarantee it.
1: What about the special special VIP where it's Ra- <laughs> it's Raj, it's Raj and uh, um, Ryback versus me and Glenn in the tag team? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> that will be uh, that. W- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something. Rajback. Rajback versus Cl- Glorgan. <laughs> we, we, or the blueprint just, the blueprint
0: he doesn't watch this podcast matt raj Definitely just confirmed not. that he does not watch this podcast <laughs>
2: yes All right. All right. well what's what's the names you got
1: dude we're, we're taking our business to t-shirts dude we're on like wrestlingtees.com now yeah the
2: jew
0: print we talked yep. about this the other night this was a segment the other night
1: yep you know it's selling, like, blueprint. it's selling the blueprint it's
2: So the link is, yeah, facebook.com slash wrestlinginc and go to uh, events.
0: And uh, Joey Adorjan is saying, can you put up something on stream events for people that can't go? Uh, We're definitely, with Mania in mind, we want to meet as many of you as possible. We want to do something live people can participate in. And believe me, we are not forgetting about the people at home. We're going to try and do some special podcasts from Mania where we're all together. I can't guarantee how many, uh, but we're definitely working uh, to make that happen.
1: And I'll just stream it, and you know, worst case, I'll stream it live from my Instagram or whatever, Twitter, so you guys can all watch as well, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll be, yeah, we'll be recording everything, and yeah, they will be taken care of. <clears throat> uh,
0: speaking of the chat room, let me put them over, Raj. I think this is a record live number tonight.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, for a rumble. Yeah, I think WrestleMania still topped it, but yeah, for a rumble for sure. Well, we weren't
0: doing uh the they. We, I don't think we had a counter back uh, the last mania. So I'm sure it'll be broken, but tonight, thank you everyone uh who's here and for people that don't uh know or don't check it out when this page goes live on YouTube, there are people that actually will watch along and talk in the chat room of these broadcasts even before they happen. Uh we got a great regular crowd in there. That's so awesome. I highly recommend that. Thank yeah. you.
1: That's yeah. awesome. Thanks guys.
0: Now, uh so let's talk about the main card tonight and get into this. We started with that Falls Count Anywhere match, Roman Reigns versus King Baron Corbin. And uh, this got out of the ring pretty darn fast. Of course, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler interfered. The Usos came to back Roman up. There was a spot with a porta potty at one point, and uh, the match finished on top of the dugout. This was like a 35-minute-long match. Now, Matt, you were saying you were glad they got this out of the way at the start. Uh, Didn't it feel – I mean, this this seemed like an epic into itself.
1: That it took forever to do so. It did. But honestly, looking back, I don't really remember, like – too much from it (laughs) honestly the stuff with brock in the beginning of the rumble in my memory right now is like the thing that's really still in there pretty good um of occupying a lot of time on tonight's show so um honestly it feels like it came and went i know you said 35 minutes i'm going like wow really i don't remember it being 35
2: was it really 35
0: minutes it's like 35 minutes
1: goodness I remember I, looking at the clock when I was 30. That's how, but that's what pay-per-view is supposed to do. It's supposed to crescendo and get better as it goes. And this pay-per-view did that because I don't really remember being annoyed by that first match as bad.
2: Yeah, and I, I, I didn't think it was bad at all. And I <clears> I thought the crowd was kind of quiet early on. And then it picked up and it picked up. And, you know, Roman was booed early on. And mm-hmm. I feel like that now we're seeing that honeymoon period with Roman yeah. kind of done. And now he's kind of back to being, you know, uh, at at the helm of the booking, so. Um, but I thought he did a great job here. I thought this match was good. I, I thought Corbin uh, did what he was supposed to. There was nothing I call, thought was wrong with this. Call
1: match. me crazy, but I don't get what's the reason to boo Roman though. I don't get it. He's not wrestling for the title. He's not being shoved down our throats. He's wrestling King Corbin right in a it, dog food match and crap like that. Like like what? What's there to boo?
2: I think it's just people thinking in their heads that that's what they used to do and they had to stop. <laughs> like now it's okay to go back to it. Cause I agree with you. Roman has been busting his ass. He's not over pushed right now. Um
1: he gets others over. He literally is getting people over almost every time I watch the guy. I'm not his biggest fan. Good, I mean, good Lord knows that. But seriously he is he's improved. He's getting other talents over week after week after week. Yeah.
2: No, I and I'm a big fan. I know you're not the biggest. I'm i I'm a huge fan of his because I think I think he's held back because of the, the lame promos that he's given. Um, but I think the dude's a star, and he's great backstage. Everyone loves him. He's a leader. Um, he works hard. He busts his ass. He, he doesn't take advantage uh, of, of the spot that he's in uh, to hold people down.
1: He can come in right now and say, I'm good. Yep, I, I want to be pushed again. Let's go. And they would do it. Yeah. And he's not, uh, he's not doing that.
0: And to be fair, the actual match length was twenty one twenty. I'm talking with entrances, the opening package yeah, it was eight thirty five when
2: this match ended. And real quick, that opening package was freaking awesome with Stone Cold Steve good. Austin. Yeah. Uh, it just, I mean this this pay per view for how for how bad the buildup was. I thought, mm-hmm. uh, I thought the Rumble matches were such an afterthought for tonight. And I thought from top to bottom, I thought this this pay per view was solid.
1: This felt a huge pay per view. We saw it tonight. By the time it was done, yeah.
0: Um, so with this match, I didn't like that the porta potty was so clearly gimmicked with nothing in it. I'm not saying you should have been come out covered in crap, but blue liquid, something.
2: Yeah, you, they had the porta porta potties near the stage, and it's like you're not going to have porta potties over there, right?
0: For the I crew, maybe
2: the, they're not going to put it right next to the stage. You're going to have it uh, uh, ten feet behind. where, You know, you're off stage. Like you're not going to see the the crew coming to take a shit. Right at the stage, you got to bury it
0: far <laughs> away, or else it'll attract bears. Um, no, uh, I think uh, it made sense, but okay, Matt. Let me ask you this: If you did something really gross to your opponent, would you want to be touching him, handling him, let alone pinning him after like you dunked him in a porta potty? I
1: can't. I can't put myself in their shoes here. I really I've never <laughs> done something like that. Um, you would think logically, no, but to win and make a lot of money by taking my share to the winners per the winners purse, you know, yeah, I would.
2: Matt, I don't know if you remember this, but there was this pay per view that WCW used to do called Hogwild. Yeah, of course. Where it was at the biker rally and yeah. one yeah, of the yeah. pay per views, Macho Man wrestled Dennis Rodman and they fought in the crowd and went into an actual porta potty so that was like one that people were actually using Ugh. and uh, the savage dumped him in that it was so i'm much rather prefer this where it's clearly gimmicked it's clearly not a real porta potty as opposed to i remember just being I'm a germaphobe as it is. Oh, I don't know. Getting
1: sickened by that, getting hepatitis or something. Uh, I mean, like, no, they're not going to do
0: for real, but put some blue dye in liquid, like they
1: did with Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman.
0: It's just a joke. It's it's clearly a prop. Uh, But I'm just saying, you have to have some sort of logic in kayfabe. Um, Some, I don't mm, know. I mean, I think the dog food thing is disgusting. You couldn't pay me enough money for that.
2: That was real dog food too.
0: Really? They're not using like refried beans or something that's a little less. uh,
1: Make Gross. Show up. yeah,
2: yeah. well at least uh the SmackDown angles were real dog food hmm. interesting
0: you heard
1: it right here folks wrestlinginc.com it's got the beat exclusive the big news exclusive the big news <laughs> uh,
0: anyhow uh so roman won that match did the uh superman punch the spear on top of the dugout got the pin in the win uh the usos had that great high spot um yeah, I mean this this I think would have been a standout match any other show I think just opening here um yeah it was not a, a build. I think you could have swapped this with Bailey and Lacey um mm-hmm. or maybe even mm-hmm. Becky and Oscar and I think it would have benefited the show. It, it,
1: it, mm, yeah, I was going to say Bailey but then I still think Becky and Oscar got kind of screwed over by this crowd tonight. I don't so if you put them first they definitely would have gotten that reaction they deserve. So, so unless like but the Usos were
2: the and the Usos were there. They were doing their high spots. I mean, they were. I mean, it was you know it was chaotic there at the end. They were. It was. They're busting was. their ass. I mean, they earned their pops. I thought at the end.
0: No, definitely. So we had the thirty woman Royal Rumble match that happened. We opened up with Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair. Matt, how great did Bianca Belair look during mm-hmm. that entrance? Superstar. Yeah.
1: Not surprised, but you know what I mean. But the rest to hear her reaction that she was getting was, I hope the office saw that. I hope they mm-hmm. take notes. I hope they do something with this.
0: NXT women are super over.
1: Oh my god! And and the guys, you got to admit, the guys. Yeah. were Like like uh, we'll get into it, but Keith and all of them, Matt Riddle. Um, but she's a superstar. What's there that not to, that hasn't been said about her?
0: Yeah. They set up a lot of potential feuds with her tonight. I mean, Charlotte,
1: Alexa, she had some great face offs. I got to admit, the stuff with Shayna got over too. Yeah. Face off with Shayna.
2: They gave her that cane push, you know, like she was just eliminating everyone. Um, she looked like a million bucks. I thought it was, I mean, it was a strong intro. Uh,
0: even Mercedes Martinez, who was number six, recent signing to NXT, she even got a good pop coming out tonight. It looked uh, awesome on her entrance.
1: When did she not? be a part of AEW anymore.
0: She was only in the uh, Women's Battle Royal, right? The casino won it all out. Am I remembering correctly?
1: No, I thought she did a couple things for them. No, I, I it, don't know.
2: It, I think it was just at the beginning, yeah. You know, like, she had never signed a contract. Wow. Um, and she did... She, she was in the Mae Young Classic a couple couple times. Yeah. I mean, in both, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so I mean... She was great. The Lana and Liv stuff, I'm glad they got that over fairly quickly. Yeah. But really with Liv, man, like, is she ever going to get a time to really show what she can do? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, the storyline's not about wrestling.
1: I don't either.
2: <laughs> Which is funny, because it's kind of like their biggest storyline yeah, that they have, have right now. yep. But <sighs> it's not but... helping anyone out. Like, no one... R- R- Rusev and Lashley weren't even on this pay per view. They did that. They just mentioned on commentary that they weren't allowed in, it, which was just the lamest, uh, lamest excuse. But you know, that was the go home angle on Raw. The, yep. your flagship show, your go home angle was that match, and this was what it led to for your second biggest pay per view of the year.
1: It was the end of the feud, or the end of the feud, though. Like this is like the fifth thousandth time that he, Bobby's beaten him, right? What the hell do I want to see it on the sixth time for? It. <laughs>
2: well, I, I thought they were just gonna have Bobby drop up Rusev again. <laughs> you know, just keep keep burying the guy. <laughs> uh
0: Mia Yim looked great coming out tonight. Uh yeah. th- there were so many good spots. I'm looking at now and I'm not even it's amazing how long this was. This didn't feel rushed at all. I think it went for uh, just it was just a little bit shorter than the men's rumble. Um but, but
2: at, uh C- Lorray was in there. Yeah. Uh, my my um
0: um, uh, yeah, Tamina Snuka, who hasn't
2: been around in a while, uh, Dakota Kai, Chelsea Green, uh,
0: Naomi got that big return pop tonight.
2: Yeah, yeah. Storm was in there, Sarah Logan, who was in and out.
0: Um, let's talk about Beth Phoenix, who was number 19. I mean, she talk about having an impressive performance. So, in a spot with Bianca Belair, uh, Beth Phoenix hit the back of her head on the ring post when she was up in the corner spot, you could hear it. Sounded nasty at the time, and I mean, not to be graphic, but I mean, she literally almost went from blonde to redhead as this match went on. I mean, just, I don't know how deep
2: the cut was, but she
0: was bleeding like crazy.
1: Tough, tough as hell. She's always been crazy tough.
2: Yeah, she was bleeding from the back of the head for like 20 minutes. I mean, she had that pretty early on and continued with the whole match.
1: And
0: it's funny, I mean, you could tell they were setting her up for something later in the Rumble, or else they would have gotten her out of there
1: immediately. Yes, 100%.
0: Uh, so that was really good um, yeah Chelsea Green man okay so Robert Stone the Arliss Michaels of the WWE universe mm-hmm. brings Chelsea Green out to the ring and then Green eliminates Kai and then boom got eliminated by Alexa Bliss instantly
2: so there's mm-hmm. people in WWE that believe that he's yeah,
1: a thing is Tony Khan he looks okay. nothing like him they not think even that
2: close he's a spoof of Tony Khan Go there's, watch Arliss, the
0: beloved
1: there's, there's, HBO series. I, well, I where's we think it's Arliss, but obviously WWE, the people who wrote it don't even probably know who that is. Right. But he does look like him. Dude, there's nothing about Tony Khan in this. Zero. What? He doesn't look like him?
0: Yeah. I don't all. know. It was just kind of crazy, though. I would have thought Chelsea and, would have got a little more. And, and here's
1: the other thing: we haven't seen yeah. enough of him. You've got to go watch all like the WWE YouTube channels at the performance center to see more of his character, and you'll see it. There's nothing here at I all.
2: I remember so Virgil was a spoof on Dusty Rose. <laughs> he like nothing like Dusty Rose, right? But he
1: used the name. Where's the where, where's right. the where's the rib here? Yeah, I is don't it know. the glasses? Oh, Tony Tan doesn't wear don't doesn't look doesn't wear look, look like that and wear that. Yeah, if they make uncomfortable um, after-show promos. Oh
0: yeah, he should have given a press conference after.
1: Does did he, did he do those? Because then, sure, then I could see the you know resemblance that they're going to do that. But that's wait,
0: not. did he do something? I think there was something on Twitter tonight on social with him doing like a little statement,
1: a little press conference thing. Yeah, I think okay. I saw that. Now they're <laughs> if they're legit doing that. Then that's something. Okay. Uh,
0: but regardless, I mean, look, uh, Z Lee showed up tonight. Um, there was so much that happened during this match. I thought. This was really, really good. Uh, I was not a fan of the Santino, Santina spot.
2: Uh, It just devalues all the work that they've done. Because Santina was in there. The Santina Morella character was there when the women's division was a joke. Where it was all about TNA and, uh, you know, he won that Royal Rumble. Was it WrestleMania 21 or whatever it was? I don't know. I just think putting him in there just kind of delegitimizes it a little bit. And I like Santina Morella. I think he's hilarious. But I just felt like it was the wrong spot. Yeah.
0: No, I mean and just it's a bit of a slap in the face cuz they could have put any other woman in that spot yeah, wasn't yeah. on the card. Um but yeah, he was eliminated by Beth, then Beth eliminated Natalia, so that's why they kept her in so long even with uh, the massive amount of blood.
2: Yeah. So Baby Maharaja saying he thought Summer Rae came back but it was Chelsea using Summer Rae's little music. Was that Summer Rae's little music? I didn't realize. I oh.
1: don't remember what her music was, so I couldn't yeah. even tell
2: you. Yeah. Uh Dr. spree asking where was Sasha only disappointment so after that Smackdown a, a week ago a week and a half ago I did reach out to WWE because the way she was pulled from that match it seemed very yeah like she's got some sort of injury and they didn't get back to me and, uh, and people I reached out to a lot of times they will you know sometimes they won't especially if it's anything if it's anything concussion related I have not heard back once if it's something concussion related I'm not saying that's what it is Um, but I I have not heard back, but to me, it seems like she's injured. Like she was, she has not wrestled since January 3rd. It's been weeks. She was pulled from that match on SmackDown. Yeah. Did not show up at, show up at all tonight. So
1: she's obviously hurt. I mean,
2: yeah, I think it's fair to say,
0: uh, after, uh, those spots, we had number 30, which was Shayna Baszler. Mm hmm yeah uh she got Shati blackheart got a spot in the rumble which was cool i mean there was so much good stuff here but this ended up with it coming down to charlotte flair eliminating shayna for the win but bianca belair broke the record tonight what was it eight eliminations
2: yeah and i think i think one thing is when you look at a lot of these nxt stars at an event like this at a pay-per-view they're going to get a big pop and uh no way, Jose got a huge pop at the post-Mania, you know, Raw that he was on. These these NXT guys will get huge pops, but who is realistically going to be a big star? I think Bianca Belair is. I honestly don't think Shayna Baszler is. And uh, I know a lot of people are upset that Shayna Baszler didn't win. I don't see her versus Becky as being a big WrestleMania match. I I could see NXT fans popping for it, but NXT not- is.
1: They should have had Rhea Ripley in here. She should have won. She should have. That's the only big money no offense. That was the only big money match I see here. Charlotte versus her. Yes, that's a big money match. But we've seen it. Charlotte doesn't need to win the rumble.
2: Charlotte versus Becky has been done at three manias now, if you include this. If they it go could, that in that direction. In you know, multi person matches, but still they've been in the, the same match.
1: Honestly, what would would have been better Asuka again? Didn't Asuka win it once? Or?
2: Yeah, the first one. I think-
1: if, they, if they didn't do the Becky storyline, I'm just about to finish that with, um, but they did. And they pulled their trigger on that already, and Becky beat her tonight. But, um, yeah, they the got to think ahead because I just think this is, those are is supposed to be start- – like they did with Drew later on. That's what this rumble should be used for, that you can make somebody in one damn night. And I would it, argue
0: Bianca got that tonight. She, she did. Win
1: she it. did, but they all the way.
2: It's too soon for Bianca. You want
0: to put oh,
1: yeah. her up.
2: Um, same as Shayna, she just hasn't been on. You know, hasn't been on the main roster. You don't know how NXT gets a third of the audience of Raw or SmackDown. You don't know how she's gonna. You know, same as uh, Rhea Ripley, I'd argue. You don't know how they're gonna fare with the Raw and SmackDown crowd on a weekly basis. You, you know. Um,
1: well, you do if you put when you get them in front of that crowd and you make them look like a humongous superstar. Keith Lee, look at the reaction he got. Um, if they continue to make the person in front of the Raw and SmackDown crowd when they get these opportunities, not get them to a certain point and they cut their legs out from underneath them. But nobody ever thinks that any of these people are going to win. They think they're going to go in and do a good showing, and they're going to cheer their favorite NXT star as they go along, but then they're going to get shit-canned or something bad is going to happen at the very end. And the fans, you could tell, suspect it and know it's going to happen. They've got to – WWE's got to stop booking it that way. They've got to get these guys through that glass ceiling when they have them in front of the SmackDown and Raw audience to really build them the right way. Um, and, again, this women's battle royal, what the hell does this do for Charlotte Flair? I, I just don't understand why – Why give and I love Charlotte, but why – waste is on her
2: yeah it doesn't elevate her it doesn't no
1: yeah, no doesn't she can it, it just feels like she can like trip over a banana peel tomorrow and be booked in a match versus becky for wrestlemania like mm-hmm. she doesn't need to do anything spectacular to get there because she's super over hall of famer you name it i don't know
0: wolf coward saying i'd love with a yeah. two dollar super chat saying i'd love for charlotte to challenge rhea ripley tell you mm-hmm. that would make mania weekend i think that would be an incredible match but i doubt that's the direction they're going
1: bailey will drop the title obviously before then and yeah. maybe we'll have a complete different picture maybe rhea ripley somehow becomes a um, raw champion right bailey's raw champion right
0: yeah uh, SmackDown. Becky. SmackDown.
1: um so rhea ripley becomes a, let's say smackdown champion hmm. and nxt champion we'll and have some i mean you know, and we'd to, wants that you'd
2: have to see again rhea ripley her promos and stuff i just don't see him I just
1: don't see it. Dude, Brock couldn't put three sentences together.
2: First Brock is he and he could. <laughs> you look at his promos in UFC. He just can't cut. Uh,
1: he was 10 years in by then though, and he yeah. he was a sports entertainer before that. Yeah. Um, but dude, no. He, if you have that feel about you, that that that, that there's a badass and animalistic feel that people are like, oh shit, this dude's about to come kill someone. Or damn, this girl's about to come kill someone you can't write for it you don't even necessarily have to talk it's a a vibe that you give that you just give off right that aura that badass aura rhea ribley has that yeah people lost their mind when they were just i was watching the uk thing the other night she didn't say two words they had her backstage just like with her head down like this and like the fans like lost their mind over it i just i don't know i think she can be really big
0: I'm telling you, people aren't talking about Charlotte tonight. Everyone's talking about Bianca. Everyone's talking about me. Everyone's talking about Beth Phoenix, <sighs> Shotzi Blackheart even, Shayna to a lesser degree. Uh, but it's it's not a good look when Charlotte wins the Women's Rumble and she's like the fifth most talked about aspect of the match.
1: Or five people got over tonight. You can yeah. look at it that way and be like, damn, that, that's really, really good versus just one person getting over for winning. You have five people that got that over that they're talking about it like that. Well, true, especially uh, with Bianca.
0: Yeah, and it's great for her. I mean, this is this was a really good match. We followed that up with the SmackDown Women's Title match, Lacey Evans versus Bailey. Oh boy! Um, so Bailey won and retained in this terrible match.
1: decision. Terrible decision.
0: I agree, but Lacey, this was not Lacey's best in-ring performance tonight. Who cares?
1: Okay, okay. Well, it, it matters. As people's not
2: best in-ring performances. She, she did miss a lot of spots tonight, but she—I thought she covered them up pretty well. But um, I don't know, man. She's got that military background, that badass edge to her. And if that's the direction they're going, they got to drop the Southern Bell Oh yeah, uh, you, you know the because you don't associate someone in the trenches, you know, willing to kill mm-hmm. someone for you know their trench mate, uh, with someone who's like sipping tea and, and is in their dress. They. Those two gimmicks don't vibe. So pick which way you're going with her and change it because it, they're in this middle category. And the fans did not react to Lacey tonight. She was not over as a babyface. Yeah.
0: Bailey looked downright miserable on her way to the ring. I don't know what she thinks she's doing. She looked good after the match. She has that kind of devious smirk. But going in tonight, I mean, this just, there was such little energy at the start of this match.
2: Yeah. WWE screwed her as a babyface because she's such a natural babyface. That's her natural environment. She's great at it, yep. and they didn't push her properly in it. You know, I could see if like they they tried everything and it didn't work, then it's like okay, fine. Th- that was you know uh, they, they he, tried, but they didn't with her.
1: They did the complete opposite.
2: Yeah, they're burying her from the beginning.
1: Again, uh, such an easy babyface to book. She is so easy to book as a face. Like I would argue, there's not an a woman on that roster that would be easier to book as a face than Bailey. Yeah.
2: And we talked about this last week. Lacey just has been on the main roster for less than a year, as far as a, a regular uh, full-time uh, performer. And she's, you know, all right turned baby face. She hasn't, you know, she was just getting into that
1: heel persona. Should have kept her. She had good heat on her. She was yeah. carrying it around with her 24 seven, which I loved about her. She never broke uh, kayfabe, which I really loved. Um, yeah. She's still feeling herself out.
2: I think this match would have been completely different. It was heel Lacey versus baby oh, face. Yeah. Bailey. Definitely
0: would have been different if it was Lacey versus Sasha. No title. Even it would have been a better match. Yeah,
2: this yeah. match sucked. And again, with Sasha, I'm pretty sure she's, you know, she would have been in that Royal Rumble if she was good to go. hmm. Yep.
0: So, Bailey won. Um, it's a shame this match wasn't better. I think, as you can tell, we're all rooting for both Lacey and Bailey here, but just something's not clicking. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if you had to drop one show to watch each week, I don't know about you guys, for me, it would probably be SmackDown at this
2: point. For me, it's NXT.
0: Interesting. What?
2: Yeah. I, I, I find NXT hard to watch now. Between the production values up against a show that looks you know, major league and NXT looks like there's 10 people watching it. Um, there's no, it's just in ring and that's all it is. There's no great promos. There's no character building. Uh, all the storylines are the same. Someone's attacked backstage. Someone's attacked. They want revenge. Uh, I, I find NXT the hardest. I, I, I think SmackDown and AEW for me are the easiest to watch every week. SmackDown has been, there's nothing really bad on it. And, the booking has been sensible, so yeah. It, the Friday night hurts. It is for me. Other than mm. that, I find it easy to watch.
0: Friday night a big party night for
2: you, Raj? We do. I mean, we do go out a lot. I mean, I hate to say it because I'm I'm an old man, but Carol in the chat
0: would like Raj to submit to a drug test.
2: Yeah, for, uh... if NXT was so hot, it <laughs> would be by now. It would be getting good numbers, and it keeps dropping. So, you know. They're for all you hardcore wrestling fans that's great you love your nxt you love the guys kicking wrestling for 30 minutes kicking out of two every five you know 30 <laughs> seconds that's great but the majority of the fans don't like that and the ratings are at you know reaching a new low for that show
0: <laughs> tammy's right. pointing out both nxt and aw miles ahead of raw and smackdown
2: and they <laughs> both get a third and half of the audience but all right
0: Anyhow, uh, after this, we had the strap match for the universal title, Daniel Bryan versus the Fiend Bray Wyatt, And a match that I saw many people online saying was uh, the best Bryan has wrestled in years, if not his career.
1: I don't know about all that. Yeah, Daniel- I think they're a little.
0: Yeah.
1: What is Wait, that? Who said, were who said this?
0: That? Who? I kept saying that. Uh, t- Twitter was blowing up. People, I, I like this match a lot. But Me Matt, too. I, but, I know but we've now talked they just
1: about ruined this. it by saying this as a stupid comment
0: because we haven't called this out in a while, Matt. Prisoner of the moment. Recency bias. Yes.
1: Holy crap. Have you not seen his WrestleMania crowning achievement, his match versus Hunter, and then Batista and Orion, and carried all three?
2: (laughs) There's a lot of varying opinions on here. (laughs) But
1: (laughs) to hear with wrestling fans. All right.
0: So there were no red lights tonight, so I thought this was the best Fiend match for that alone. No red
1: lights. Would you, wait, what?
0: There was no red lighting tonight, so I thought that made that the best Fiend match because we were able to actually see everything that was going on easily.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I thought that, it, that improved this match a lot. I thought this match started off slow, but I thought I think Daniel Bryan is just a genius and... Yeah. It, it was beautifully booked. It got better as it went along. It built to the end. And I thought, by the end, you're into it. And you kind of almost felt like Daniel Bryan could win when he locked in the uh, the yes lock with the strap.
1: No. I think No. The I'm dude gonna... had superpowers. If he didn't have superpowers <laughs> and, like, superhuman strength and mystical powers and stuff, like, I don't know. I'm like, he's going to gnaw through the damn thing. Or he's going to – something's going
3: to yeah. happen here.
1: Just because – Again, he's a gimmick. He has powers and stuff. Like, it makes it so hard to believe he's going to lose.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Like, you don't have to put a bulldozer across this dude's chest. Like, pin him. Like, like literally, you don't have to back a bus over him and, like, keep the bus on top of him.
0: Yeah, he's like Jason at this point.
2: And just from yeah. a common sense perspective, it makes no sense to beat him here,
1: you know. No, no. <laughs> God, Lord, no, no. But, Daniel, that's what I'm saying. And then Daniel did a great job because he did, you're right, go in and out of some really cool – um False finishes there that look, you know, semi, you know, very, very believable. And more importantly, he took an ass whooping. Yeah. Guys, when you work through um, a strap match, you generally, especially when you get into the spots where you start rifling them off like machine gun style, like rap, rapid fire, pop, 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 whap, 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 when you start firing them up with, with the strap on the guy over and over and over and over and over and you're getting faster as you're whipping them, you're supposed to overshoot that strap slightly so it hits the mat um and a little bit of it hits the dude's skin all right just so you're not taking unnecessary um what do you call it uh chops on the dude's body that aren't really getting that big of react, react- you're not letting it digest if you want to go across the dude's skin it's that big one flap that first one and then maybe the next one flap and let it let, let the body get all red but like when you machine gun i'm like 100 miles an hour going like i'm saying um you're supposed to, like, overshoot it a little bit. So it hits them if they're on the mat, uh, on the on the ground, rather. You want to overshoot it so most of it hits the mat. A little bit of it hits the dude's body. So the dude's just not unnecessarily taking 300 shots in a matter of 30 seconds that the fans can't really digest it anyway. It's not worth it. And Daniel ate every one of them. Like, yeah. there was bunches of times where I was like, holy crap, what is he doing? You gave up yeah. to this match a lot. Of his body, his back was you know all welted up like 10 yeah. you know, five minutes in, it was bad. And I know he's pale, but seriously, this was.
0: Whew. And uh, we talked before about the fiend selling, uh, being hit. So, uh, Brian, uh, Daniel Lobro low blowed the fiend tonight, and we did confirm that Wolfman has Nards. So, there you have it, he has yeah, vulnerabilities.
2: I, I do think that Daniel Bryan, I do think he needs to grow his hair back. I feel like he looks like Enhancement talent with the with the haircut. You know what I mean? He doesn't stand out. Uh, whereas he did with the with the long hair and, and he doesn't have to have the gigantic beard, but um I don't know. I just feel like he as far as the star look, he he needs to grow that hair back out.
0: It was good. It was a very good match. Um Fiend retained. Do you think this was it for Daniel Bryan and the Fiend?
1: What else is left? I don't know. I mean they can try something out of this, but I don't know. If they do, cool. I don't care.
2: They do got Saudi Arabia coming up. They they did announce it on this show February twenty-seventh. I mean, who else are you gonna throw at Bray Wyatt right now? So I can see them doing one more.
0: Daniel Bryan is not going to Saudi Arabia.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's
1: a good point. That's a good point. And, and plus I don't I mean, who cares? Like whoever it is ain't gonna beat Bray Wyatt. That's the bottom line. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. After this, we had the Raw Women's Title match: Asuka versus Becky Lynch.
1: Very well constructed match. This was a very good story, I thought. I know, like you said, the crowd wasn't into it, but this was a very well told story, down to the very ending, with Becky giving it a couple of, like the nods, um, you know what I mean, uh, of, of respect, if you will. Um, very, very physical match. These girls killed each other out there killed each other out there um i don't know i dug it
0: yeah and uh becky defeated the green mist kicked oscar in the face before she was able to spit it out that was cool. uh yeah that was a good moment i think it took a while to pick up i think maybe if they'd even done the Miss spot earlier uh the, with the green mist the crowd would have gotten more into it once that happened the crowd came alive because they knew like okay this is going to be different. This is going to be a surprise. This is going to be so. You know, it, I think it's it just too long to get going.
1: What about the part where Becky looked knocked the f out? Yes, I thought she that legitimately was, was done. I swear to Christ, if you go back and watch that replay, she ate the tip of the boot to her forehead. So, yeah. how, how that really shoot didn't knock her out, I don't know. But that was such I got hooked on that. That I think is what hooked me into this match as much as it did, honestly, because I thought she was like legit knocked out until the ref started going over to go call for the bell. And I was like, Oh, it's still working. She grabbed his ankle. But the fact that that caught me for about five seconds of, of, of believability and suspending my disbelief, I always, I, I got to give it credit to him because nobody else suspends my uh, suspension of disbelief and make believe wrestling. I
2: think Oscar's awesome. I thought to your point, I thought they worked a hell of a match, I, but the crowd was just dead. And because it was so long and the crowd was dead, it, um, I don't know what it is with Becky Lynch. Um because I think in a lot of ways she is the biggest star right now in WWE. Like she generates the most attention. Um but with her matches, the crowd just dies as soon as it starts and it's one thing for it was once in a while and then, you know, uh, it was just a rare occasion, but it has happened like every pay-per-view. I cannot remember a pay-per-view where a Becky Lynch match felt big once it started like it's like the anticipation dies as soon as the bell rings
1: and um her versus charlotte when they kicked the crap out of each other with the weapons you remember that I think that was that was before she was yeah
2: yeah i i'm like i'm trying to think of the last time that there was a heated match that she was in and man i can't even remember i think we're going back a year
1: they've got to get her into a spot where the match is they start the match hot like, um she gets called down to the to the ring second. She gets announced second, right? And she comes sprinting down the, ramp, the, the aisle way, hits the ring, jumps into the press position, starts ha- hammer fisting the hell out of whoever the hell her opponent is. The fans would get fired up on it and just honestly go into something where the heel looks like she cuts her off for two seconds, hits the ropes, and then, boom, feeds into something for Becky to bump, big bump with, and then, boom, disarm her. Done in one and a half minutes. She needs something like that. Yeah. Could like, you imagine like if a, like a brat kind of thing? Yes, 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 yes.
0: Well, could you imagine if she'd run in and did that, kicked Oscar in the face, the mist came out, Oscar misted herself, and then Becky got a quick win?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would have left them friggin' hot and chanting her name. That's for sure. The ending of the match would have left with them chant, chanting Becky. Or, or if yeah,
2: she maybe... caught Becky early and kicked the shit out of Becky and Juan, and then oh. that could lead to WrestleMania rematch. You know,
1: yeah. long game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that either. Why does Becky have to have the championship? I know she's your biggest star, but like, isn't that better to have your biggest star chasing someone believable, which Oscar was until tonight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's still believable, but you know what I mean? She doesn't have her number anymore. Wait, well,
2: let yeah, me, let me get this comment up here. I worry too much about the crowd. I watch wrestling for the wrestling and the promos. I could care less about how damn how loud the damn crowd yeah. is. That is an automatic reaction of what's working and what's not, buddy. But
3: anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Matt, the hardest thing is to put on a good performance to a dead crowd
1: but, or a small crowd, isn't it? Okay, it's true, but not. Every, but you've heard of the popcorn match, obviously, right, guys? So, like, I've seen tons of really good wrestlers. I've seen Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero wrestle in a house show. I figure we were at in Texas once in the popcorn match Thanks. i assure you i wrestled like two matches after them i'm pretty sure their match was a million times better than mine like maybe three billion times better yeah. all right but because of where they were positioned i'm telling you, that's just a, it's it's very important the positioning of these matches very important but um you do have to be smart enough and, and, and enter and entertaining enough and experienced enough to feel that crowd out if they're not coming for stuff Sorry, you've got it. this is why the WWE gets in trouble the way it does sometimes because they don't have enough talents that know how to not memorize everything. They yeah. start calling things on the fly and switch things up to get them back. Because I assure you, and people hate when we use these examples the Rock and Stone Cold and people like that. But if they were put in a spot when they weren't coming like that, they would figure a way to change that shit. And you- with the heat they'd get after.
2: And to your point, Matt, they should not be putting Becky Lynch, one of their top stars, in no. these spots after no. a Rumble match. You know, like they should be positioning her better. She Absolutely. is. They, they're not making many stars when you got one like a Becky Lynch. You got to protect it and and yeah. put her in, you know, at a, where she's going to be a hot yeah. point of the show. And,
1: and the thing that got her over WWE didn't book. Right, she I mean, got her. they, they yeah. were trying to turn her heel. Right, and <laughs> yes, yeah. There's that, and then the bloody nose—that was an accident. Right, WWE didn't plan that. Right. you know what I mean. So it's like, good lord, like they do everything possible to, like to hurt these people. It feels like to, to like screw them up. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't. Yeah,
0: do not have a lot of faith in creative. Uh, I hate just saying
1: that blankly. I mean, any 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 one of us, any <sighs> podcast, any host, any you know old professional wrestler, ex-professional wrestler can say the same crap and blame everything on creative. But like, what else do you do when it's so blatantly obvious when we've seen pun intended, the blueprint for lots of these characters that have been super successful in other places that worked and would easily work on this show too, but they continue to go against the grain. I e Bailey, I e Nakamura, I e Samoa Joe, I e Kevin Owens, I e Sami Zayn. I can keep the list could keep going. How do you book these people properly and get them over? And they don't do it. They go against the grain.
2: And you have a perfect, you have a go factual on. example with Goldberg, right? When Goldberg was in WCW, huge ratings, draw, mo- move numbers, everything. When he went to WWE for that year, they just, you know, their booking just you know, made him ineffective, made him just another guy. And it just shows like that booking, it 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 affects you. You know, it can affect talent. It makes it can make or break stars and. You got a you got a rare star with Becky. You got a you got a protector. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The men's rumble match tonight. We opened with Brock Lesnar coming to the ring. It was announced that Rusev and Bobby Lashley would not be in the match because they got into a big brawl earlier and they weren't cleared to compete. I know. Elias came out, sang a song, got into the ring, got hit with the guitar, <laughs> got eliminated
1: sacrificial lamb coming down to the ring. (laughs) What was he saying? He's going to sacrificial lamb. I thought that was so funny.
0: Then Rowan came out. He got eliminated quickly. Uh, Who was after that? Bobby Roode came out. Now, this was looking at Brock's reaction to Bobby Roode's music. I think tonight was the first time Brock Lesnar saw some of these talents, certainly heard (laughs) them Like, because he looked amused as hell at some of the people coming in, like, oh, who's this guy? I'm not familiar with this person. Um.
2: <laughs> right how many how many bobby Roode matches do you think you know brock lesnar sat through <laughs> let's be honest
1: <laughs> i would argue he has seen bobby Roode when when brock wasn't maybe tna anymore. yeah like when he wasn't wrestling as much anymore yeah or something like that because mm-hmm. he is a fan of, of like good wrestling yeah guys that are good like that but um <laughs> Glenn's thing was pretty funny. <laughs> Who is this guy?
0: Right. I mean, John Morrison was coming in, Brock's dancing to his music, like getting down. I mean, I'm just sort of saying. Like, Brock is not known for being a locker room leader or the kind of guy shows up first, leaves last watch every match, hangs out in Gorilla, says Attaboy, good job, pats him on the back when they come back through. He I'm used saying
1: to he used
2: it.
0: I'm that. sure he did, but that's not how it's been as of late.
2: And that's what makes him great. That, that's what makes him unique. That's what makes him hated by a lot of people. Because he, he has that persona that he does not give a shit. He's there to make money and, and leave. And you, you can like it or you don't. But he's a badass, and he doesn't care what you think. And I love it. He's unique. There's no one like that right now in wrestling.
1: Because no one else can get away with it. Yeah, right. Well,
0: and then we got Kofi and Rey Mysterio came in. So Brock eliminated the first four competitors all almost instantly. Uh, Kofi came in, Rey Mysterio came in. They got into it with him. Big E came in. It was three on one. Brock eliminated all of them. Then Cesaro came out, eliminated Cesaro. Shelton Benjamin came out. This was great because uh, Paul Heyman welcomed Shelton. There were hugs all around. Brock was catching up with him.
2: It's funny Uh, because people on Twitter were getting so mad, but it's so clear they're building up to a big spot, right? They're building up to the guy that eliminates Brock.
1: Hoping for it, but uh, <laughs> I, I was like, where else could they really go with this? Bro, I can't win it, obviously. Yeah.
2: I do got to say, him eliminating John Morrison like that. He just came oh, yeah. back. Well,
0: <laughs>
1: terrible use, terrible use. They should have re- They should have had Dolph Ziggler in that role.
2: Yeah, or the, you know, the, the revival. Um, not Morrison, I'd argue Rowan, because they have been pushing him a little bit. Yes. It's too soon to make him look like a jabroni. Yes. Um uh, yeah, Strowman shouldn't have been thrown out like that just right off the bat. You know, he was in there for like a minute and a half, whatever it was. But
0: That being said, if Edge hadn't returned tonight, I think they should have kept this going to number 30 and had McIntyre eliminate him at the very end. Like, Brock should have just kept doing this. Brock going out at 15 or whatever, it felt like we had two different Royal Rumbles, but yeah. I was in for 30 uh, for an entire thing of what Brock was doing. I didn't like it at first, yeah. but then it really got good and it was different.
1: You yeah, think like he was getting a ton of heat. You could tell they were building it up, like you said, Raj, to to give this off to somebody. Like, and that's exactly what he did. If you go back and you watch that Claymore kick, Brock friggin' damn near hand stood over that top rope for him. He looked awesome taking that bump over the top for him.
2: Brock was great in this worked, I mean, I thought he off. yeah, for what he was given, he was awesome. the, did you the reaction
1: notice, sorry, did you notice the difference in the athleticism between uh Keith Keith Lee and Braun Strowman? And how they were taking Brock's suplex tonight.
2: Uh, Keith Lee,
1: if you go back and watch, was able to take the bump and do the back roll through like cruiserweights take it. He's that dude is just a specimen, man. I know he's not like all muscle and stuff like that, but that's even more impressive to me that he's built with a little bit of that baby fat on him, and he's still that like probably the most athletic big man they have. Easily.
2: Well, Keith Lee, Keith Lee's awesome. I mean, if he could add a little. A little muscle to him, you know what I mean?
1: A little bit more tightness, but the angle they caught him on staring at Brock face to face was pretty impressive. (laughs) an MVP. That was that (laughs) for me took the cake tonight of Brock's (laughs) was yet was getting down. (laughs) It was Uh, great.
2: I love Brock. I mean, I know people like uh, online hate Brock, but I just—he's such a unique character. He's so different. I don't think he should be champion. He holds up that title, but as a character, he's so different. I like him there. I just don't like him as champ.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I like when they do stuff like this when he's having fun, and it just but shows you the difference, right? I mean, this was not tonight what we criticized Brock for. He was very engaged.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I thought it helped Keith Lee, even though Keith didn't get any uh, eliminations, but just. Being in the ring with, ring with Brock and Brock acknowledging him as a threat when you build him up as this Mike Tyson like beast. Uh I, yeah, I thought it was, people it was
1: don't, great. they don't get that. They're really getting pissy about how much he was going over on people. And it's like, don't you get it when the first dude bumps this guy? Like the house, the place is gonna blow? And then more than one person bumped him. All yeah. right. Kofi hit him with trouble in paradise and he bumped. Go back and listen to that reaction. Um, I thought they should have given Kofi a little bit more with him, obviously. Yeah. But what can you really do? It's a battle royal over the top, you know, elimination. But the other part was when Keith Lee hit him with that tackle, a simple tackle spot, you would have thought Hogan slammed Andre. It was that loud when he yeah. took him off his feet. Again, yeah. building for that. That's the entire thing. Keep, you keep being a dick and keep being this big bully, you know, eliminating people. I wish they, I think the big complaint, though, is the people that they had him jabron. That's my only complaint. They had so many other people they could have put in those roles to do that with. No reason to put Morrison in there. He just brought back. Should be making you money, you know. Lots yeah. of that.
2: I agree with this guy, Elroy Jetson, asking why Ricochet was in the low blow spot. That he was the assist for Brock getting eliminated, kind of.
1: Great call. Should have been Kofi. I agree. Should have been Kofi.
2: He gets a little bit of revenge for that that title loss. It should have been Kofi. I agree. Ricochet is one a spot on Raw. It's not gonna help Ricochet out. I think it would have helped Kofi a lot more.
0: So it was number uh, 15, Ricochet, then followed by number 16, Drew McIntyre. Ricochet did that low bloke uh, to Lesnar. Drew nailed the Claymore kick, eliminated Lesnar. The crowd went wild. I was surprised Brock left. Uh, Raj, you were pretty Biggest dating. pop of
1: the night, really quick. Go back and watch it again. I watched before we came back on. Drew winning was awesome. We're ecstatic for him here, obviously. But the biggest pop of that match was Brock being eliminated.
2: Yeah, yeah. Glenn, to your point, because uh, Brock was hanging out. You know, for a long time after being eliminated, he was yeah. kind of ringside. So I assumed that he was going to cost Drew the match, like pull him out or do something. Yeah.
1: Refrigerator Perry, Big John Stud style.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, he was just out there for like
1: ten minutes and just left. But it was good because it gave Drew time to keep staring a hole through him the entire time, which I love that.
2: Yeah, clearly that's the WrestleMania match, right? That's it's got to be I'll Drew and Brock. I'll pay for it.
0: Yeah. I we've think that's talked, where we've talked
2: for a year about Drew being a top guy and 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 that, you know, just he, he can go in the ring. He's got the look. He's got charisma. He's got it all.
0: So what did you think about the second half of this? I mean, minus Edge coming back. I mean, Matt Riddle was fun to see. Uh, there were some good spots, but it was good. man, the first half of this was so fun. The second half at times. When Edge wasn't involved, felt like you know, especially when Seth was out there with AOP and Buddy Murphy getting into it with KO and Samoa Joe, I was like, this is just the same crap we see on Raw every week.
3: Oh,
2: uh, we well, we gotta talk about Edge coming back. That no, was I huge. No, I know, I know, and Edge Boy <laughs> coming
0: back was huge. So, t- uh, what's the story there, Raj?
2: Well, I mean that that's been telegraphed. He's been, you know, he he had been saying on social media that he's not cleared. I think the more he was denying it, the more it was clear that he he is cleared. He is coming back, Um and yeah, yeah, he's been. You know, he he had his physicals done in November, and he's back, I guess, for I think it's a couple years. So, um, yeah, Edge is back. I, I thought they were going to go with Edge and Lesnar. I think it's great that it's not because your first big match back, you don't want to go with Brock. Um, no, no. So I'm not sure what they're going to do. They, they didn't have a clear path for him for Mania.
1: He, he's on the two-year deal, you said? I think it's Three. Wow, so he's back back
2: back back, yeah. And AEW, he was talking with AEW before uh he re signed with WWE. He's he's back back, yeah.
1: How did AEW not get him
2: when WWE really wants someone <laughs> they could get him? I think Randy Orton showed that. Uh, I mean, they got they got that Fox money and the Saudi Arabia money,
1: dude. The Khans are richer than the McMahon, the Vince yeah, man,
2: yeah. But Shad Khan, you know, he he has. He, he doesn't want to be putting all his money into wrestling yet. Like Vince, his money is in wrestling and the XFL. Dude, uh, that
1: could have been a game changer if he went to AW. Oh, yeah. That would have been huge. Huge.
0: But I huge. think, though, that would, uh, having him away
1: from the young uh,
0: Yeah, it's a little back. too TNA, I think, if they had yeah. another. Yeah,
1: except, except that it's Edge.
2: Edge. Is, I agree. It's one thing if it was like. Uh, Christian or Elias, <laughs> you know, like, uh, if you're taking, like, a uh, mid-card WWE guy and, and pushing him to the top, uh, you know, that's what TNA would keep doing. Like, Christian was a mid-card WWE guy when he left. Um, Damian San- Sandow. He didn't last at TNA for a minute. Yeah, but remember, that his first night in, they had him coming out and looking at Bobby Lashley
1: when Lashley was the world champ and uh they they did do that anytime (laughs) wwe came to the company like ken anderson did uh, right everybody that came here did
0: that and then they give him that like awkward 15 minute promo that i'm still not sure what the hell he was trying to say from it (laughs) um yeah it's very weird anyhow edge tonight i think looked like a million bucks uh he made it almost near the end here it came down to Reigns and Drew McIntyre with McIntyre getting Claymore kick on Roman and uh, eliminating Reigns for the win.
2: Oh, at the at the end there, it was like it was Reigns, Orton, Drew, um, Edge. Edge. Yeah, it was like a – I mean, so any fun. of those guys could have won.
1: Yep. It, this was awesome. I, just, I did. I thought this match was great. And I did like the second half, even though it wasn't as different from what Brock was doing earlier. Glenn, I just – i thought because edge was involved in a lot of the stuff that they were doing um and th- who did who did king king, uh, king and corbin throw out uh you got heat for it
2: honey oh um uh, matt riddle yeah yeah <laughs> matt riddle i think you could already see what Vince thinks of matt riddle <laughs> you know uh you? Riddle came in he was in for about a minute and he was thrown out <laughs> He, he wasn't given like the Keith Lee like moment to Pat shine
1: Patterson still doesn't do does he still do the rumble or no what's that does Pat Patterson still book no, no
2: no okay. and I know you guys talked about the Rocky Johnson funeral we'll, we'll maybe we'll talk for a second about that afterwards
0: uh, well so there you have a Drew McIntyre Charlotte Flair the big winners tonight I mean Drew's got a challenge Brock for WrestleMania
2: yeah, yeah it, it's who is Wyatt's opponent is it Edge is it Roman I would guess Roman We'll see.
1: And yep. it would be good. It, uh, that would be a good match, too, I bet. Bray Bray and uh, Roman.
0: But Bray's got to win that, though,
1: right? Yes. He's not ready to be beat yet. He's not, not ready, ready to lose really yet.
0: No
2: way. At Mania, I mean, that's kind of what they built to, right? The big heel losing at Mania. To yeah, the big and he, he's got a weakness.
0: Then you he better
1: weakness. what his balls?
0: No, there, his, it's going to be his mask. It's going to be like Jason. Knock off his mask, and then he's vulnerable. I guarantee you that it's his mask.
1: They better put like a thing of TNT around him or something. That is the only way I, like he's a monster. He shouldn't be able to be beat. No Kane
2: yeah, Dr. Zillerspree pointing out no Kane Velasquez. Kane did say he was going to be in the Rumble. Um, but I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if anyone troll. missed him. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, I don't miss him at all. He looks like no offense to Kane, but he looks like crap.
0: And no Ronda Rousey who was trolling on Instagram saying everyone thought I was gonna be back tonight.
2: Yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't yeah. think so.
0: So we'll see. So that was the Royal Rumble. Uh, Raj, uh, what happened backstage between Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar?
2: So, uh, yeah, Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar, I guess, before the show started. Uh, Brock ran into Matt Riddle and uh, approached him. And Matt Riddle had been saying this st- stuff in the past about wanting he, to retire Lesnar, not not respecting Lesnar. Um, Think. Uh,
1: he, he doesn't respect Lesnar?
2: Yeah. He said that about Goldberg,
1: too. Matt, this dude would gut you. Five ways to Sunday. Yeah. Are you um, kidding me? Please tell me Brock beat his ass or threw him through a locker or some, something.
2: It didn't get physical. Uh, Riddle in the past I'm has said tired. he doesn't respect that he shows. He doesn't like the the work rate that he puts out. And it's like, dude, this guy is a hundred times a star. And, and this is no disrespect to Matt Riddle. but
1: he's just Because he, dis- he's good. He's really good. He's- I like his matches. His matches are different. There's no reason for him to continue to say stupid stuff like this because one's a draw, one's not. So you can have your little five- and six-star matches all you want, homie, but it ain't going to draw money.
2: Yeah, Goldberg, you know, with his... Uh, Brock that, draws money. Yeah, and, and Goldberg, that match he did with Hogan that did like
1: eight, you know, seven
2: million viewers
1: on on TV. and Yeah, but he'll argue, and I'll understand why, that that was done back at a certain time when that was okay to do. Today's wrestling, you got to pick up the pace. You are supposed to be having these... Higher impact matches, higher paced action, new inventive moves. Not that old boring, you hit the ropes. No, you hit the ropes. No, you hit the ropes. And do a stupid tackle crap spot that old big men usually do. hes I, I get what he's saying in that regard, right? But Brock doesn't do that. Brock is inventive. He is creative with how he works his matches. He is not just some big lummox. He's the best athlete in that damn company.
2: And, you know, even you look at Raw the past few years, the past four years, the only one that's made a difference, like raising the ratings, the guys have been Lesnar and
1: Goldberg when Goldberg came back. So, um, oh, I don't know, yeah, like, Go, the, Goldberg's obviously a draw. It He's Goldberg. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah but, yeah. but but like what did what happened with the rest of the story?
2: All right. So. All right. Let me. Uh, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. they passed each other while walking backstage and they had a little encounter Uh and I, I think that's pretty much the end of it they they came face to face and it was you know nothing physical happened they were broken up uh, Matt Riddle did have something similar with Goldberg uh, at the uh, gosh what was it uh, the Smackdown I think uh, a few months ago
1: and this is a different era because if that happened when I was there dude his head would be clapped into the side of the wall um, oh gosh yeah, I'm not Brock would like destroy like- Riddle
2: and Riddle was a UFC Wait. fighter too
1: right you know he's tough as hell No question about it. But back when I was there, like, you can get – you could do things like that. If you had to get in a fight with somebody, you generally could get – you could do it because a lot of times they think it would be settled, you all can move on, and now you guys can go make money. You know what I mean? Or they look at it as if a young guy needs to be initiated and crap like that, which I thought was lamer than hell Mm -hmm. because that's stupid. Now, if two people have a beef with one another, you know, when I play college sports, a lot of times the coaches would allow it to happen – um, so they get their angst out of their system and they, you'd find out you'd end up being better friends, like even better friends right. than others with that, that teammate. When I was a freshman in college, I got to fight with our senior that I was going to be, uh, uh, battling out for that same position for basketball. It was the best thing that happened. dude ended up being one of my best friends. dude was in um, my wedding, like my wedding party. You know what I mean? It's, it's weird how it works when you think about it, but there's a difference of that Versus hazing bullshit. Excuse my language, which right. I'll never sign off on or agree with, because that's no offense. That's the biggest wussy right. stuff to do, where older kids take advantage of a younger kid just trying to fit in on the team, which I think is BS, and it's you're a yeah. wussy for doing it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I also think until Riddle has reached, uh, you can be the king of the Indies, but until you've reached uh, where people are really paying big money to see wrestling, where you're really drawing ratings and, and numbers. You respect the guys that you know have made this possible,
1: and that's the difference of what today's era is. You, back then, you had people policing that a little bit better. Yeah. Whereas today, that's not, not not as much. Like you, you have to be very careful because it is such a, you know, publicly it's a paper, publicly traded company, but every single thing you do, there people are watching, yeah. and you can't do what you used to be able to do back then to put that in check, with right. getting a guy in a house show and you know beating the. You know it's not out of him in the middle of the heat during his match, so he gets the message to respect you and then you're all good from there. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. Um
2: should yeah. no you yeah. really be able to when you think about it. Should we talk <clears throat> um, talk here for a second about Kobe Bryant? Sure. So yeah, Kobe Bryant and his daughter and seven others uh, passed away in a helicopter crash. Obviously, this is one of the biggest sports uh Tragedies that's, that's happened in my lifetime in, in in a way, um, like, oh yeah, it's that iconic and and that big and uh, you know the, the fact that WWE is acknowledging it on a pay per view when he's never done anything with WWE, um, I mean it's just a uh, huge
1: story. It's just you know so sad and dude, he's yeah. on Mount Rushmore of uh, at the NBA. If you had a top ten, top eight. That they'd always start, you know, trying to you know make up it always. Kobe was generally always on that. Um, obviously, greatest of all the time. It's super influential with uh, his sneaker, obviously. Um, still years after he was, you know, done uh, playing the game. But um, I got to play him when I was in high school at all American camp. He was a class. Really? Of, he was a class of '96. I was a class of '95. So I played him a uh, five star camp. I played him uh, at what's called Adidas, at the time it was called Adidas ABCD camp, which is another All-American camp. And then uh, through AAU tournaments, because he was from Pennsylvania, I was from Connecticut. And he was like six foot three at the time. Uh, I believe he was like a sophomore, I was like a junior. And he was just this dude that, he was like the third best player on his AAU team at the time. This guy named Scooney Penn, who was a point guard, who was like their best player. Went on to play at Ohio State, I believe. but anyways, he was like just a six foot three, six foot four kid that would just chill in the corner, just keep banging threes all game. But like he wasn't just dude dunking on people yet. I went on to college in ninety six and I started seeing these commercials with Kobe in them, doing all these fancy dribbling moves. He's six foot six, he's going to the prom with uh what's her name? Um supers, not was it Moesha? Yeah, Moesha. Who played Moesha? Um R and B six. Brandy, he went to yeah. her prom. She invited him to her prom, if you remember. Um, and he was being drafted to the NBA. I was like, where the hell did this happen? Like, this dude grew, like, what, three inches over the summer or something? And then just dunking all over people. And yeah. I remember thinking, like, there's no way, like, he'll be able to do it. He's, he's super skinny. He's, a little, he's still a young man, you know. But, bro, he came into the league with reckless abandon. And you talk about not waiting for your time. At the time, the Lakers had Eddie, uh, Eddie Jones starting over him. And um, Eddie Jones was an all-star at the time. And Kobe would, whenever he'd get in the game, dude, Kobe would start jacking. He'd start jacking shots up and, and just play his way in with no fear of what the repercussions would be. And that's why he became who he became. He, he had no conscience or fear is the right word. For, for taking huge risks and chances, most rookies would never do that, especially playing behind an all star. Then he ends up starting over that all star. But then by the time is uh, midway through his rookie year, I believe, um, just crazy, crazy talent, crazy talent. And uh, i honored to be able to say, I've always been able to say that, or I've always been honored, I should say, to, to be able to say play against them um, about four or five different times through high school, you know, and then uh, watching what he went on to become. And then the crappiest part, the worst part is, is with his daughter. Um, His daughter, man, was going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing basketball player. Um, and, uh, I'm just trying to think of the things that I, I know of about what, 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 um, who she was and how much she was the fact that's where they were going. Right. Weren't they taking her and some teammates to...
0: I believe so. And uh, I know he was traveling with at least one of her teammates and a teammate's parent that were oh. also killed in the crash. Nine people in all, including Cody Kobe and his daughter. Man. Very, very sad.
1: I mean, it's one of those deals where it was just like the whole day you had the air sucked out of it.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I I was never a big NBA fan. Like, I can count the number of basketball games I've watched, probably on two hands. And I've, I've been to a few live, but... Um kobe transcended basketball he was just a gigantic superstar and you know like hearing that and then Mm -hmm. it just yeah like what you said i i was like man i can't think about the royal rumble right now this is you know
1: yeah um, there was actually wrestling was a good distraction tonight from it because it was the first time i was able to get out of my head a little bit over it Yeah, because it was was everybody like everywhere i went today everyone was obviously talking about it but more, i was at a restaurant
2: with my daughter and uh just everyone, you know, they turned to the TV when it came on and everyone's just checking their phones. And it was just, uh, it's kind of one of those, uh, where were you when this happened kind of yeah, thing. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah.
1: People use that word surreal. And I was always like, why are they overusing that word? Why are they using that? That's what this felt like, though.
0: Well, Matt, and it's interesting um, that you mentioned, you know, playing a game. I mean, him being of, of our generation, of our age group, I think that a lot of the times when we think about death and a lot of, uh, beloved figures, uh, celebrities, even beloved people in our lives, it's usually people in later stages of life You say, well, they lived a good life. Uh, they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. They had, uh, some sort of closure sense. It came to a conclusion. But when you think about someone struck down, uh, you know, at 42 years of age, it really, uh, goes to show that, you know, do not take anything for granted and My that God, it can right? literally happen at any time.
1: My God, seriously.
2: Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah it's, uh, if, you know, Tomorrow, I don't probably. want to, yeah, yeah, sure. I, I don't want to get into it, but when people will say, like, he's in a better place or something, it's like, no, his better place is with his daughters and mm-hmm. right here, being growing, you know, yeah. growing all with them. So, um, exactly. it just sucks, it's so sad, and yeah, yeah the best to his family. I, I cannot even imagine what they're going through. Mm. <sighs> Sting! <laughs> so, this trans- Sting is going to wrestle again. What? So apparently, Sting is. <laughs> I had to like.
1: Yeah, you're good. I know. What, what, wait, why? <laughs> not, wait. The,
2: not the smoothest transition, but it looks like what, Sting. Is- is
1: Sting wrestling?
2: He's going to be at the Saudi Arabia show next month. And it looks like he's going to wrestle
1: again. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: That would be know. a good match against The
1: Fiend. I mean, for the Fiend to have a win against Sting would be fantastic. But again, did they not learn their lesson? They got to stop doing this with these older talents.
0: I think you know? Vince McMahon like got a batch of stem cells or something, and they're just rubbing them on Daniel Bryan and uh, Edge, and they're like, we can heal people now.
2: Well, I think uh, the, the prince in Saudi Arabia, he only knows those guys. He doesn't like, Ooh, maybe like oh, I could get you Roman Reigns versus so-and-so. It's like, I don't know who those guys are. So apparently Sting is going to be uh, returning the ring right now. Apparently the creative plans aren't for Undertaker. Before you guys give me shit, uh, me and Ryback were talking about, you know, if Sting were to come back to <laughs> uh, And he made a good point. Uh, Ryback was saying that they should have Undertaker and Sting as a tag team against two young guys who could bump for from like the Revival. Yeah, and you know, so just cool. a showcase match, show the legends. It, cool seeing them together in the same ring.
1: The uh-huh. only doing it for the entrances is, is the whole reason why you want to see them to begin with. Yeah, you don't um, want to see a twenty-minute classic. You don't on Steam. want to see them look like they like they didn't look when they were younger. Nobody wants to see that. You want to see them at their best. So that's an easy way to protect. them, sure the tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what yeah, is next that's... body show. You, I'll tell you who it is. It's Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. That's who the perfect Ooh. opponents for them would be. Bumping feet all over the place. Absolutely.
2: Um. Yeah, and apparently, uh, one more change to the RAW announcing. Vic Joseph apparently is already gone. Oh, uh, it looks like Tom Phillips now is going to be taking over Vic, Vic Joseph on RAW. Oh. So it'll be Tom Phillips and Jerry Lawler. And um, yeah,
0: they, they did this
1: too quickly. Am I the only one who thinks that? Get like,
0: rid of Lawler. He's the weak link in he all. He
2: definitely of this. is the weak link. I think he's gotten better, but um, yeah, they had no chemistry. Uh, him and Vic Joseph. Mm, it was I clear don't, Lawler doesn't watch
1: WWE I don't, yeah I don't ever buy he gives a crap about any of the matches he's calling
0: like Jim Ross is trying Tony Schiavone you could tell Jim Ross has gotten and, much better too yes but, I mean like, like a- Tony w- you could tell knows and loves the product Jim is really trying hard but Jerry I mean just, it just he
1: sucks, doesn't man. care about the talents that he's calling the stuff for like, like he doesn't you can see it you can feel it
2: yeah and I thought Vic was getting better um,
1: I thought Vic was good actually yeah,
3: yeah.
2: This is you. You look at WWE when they put Dio Madden, Vic Joseph, and Lawler together. It's like these guys have never worked together. It seems like a bad idea. And then three months later, you know, like two of those three guys are gone. It's like yeah, it was a bad idea. Use common sense.
1: Two of the three were better than the third. Dio Madden was even better. Yeah,
2: Dio Madden just needed you know he just needed some some time. Uh, Same as Vic Joseph.
1: He gave you a and this might sound like. Like, okay, what, big deal, big what, Matt, who cares? But, like, the aesthetic, whenever you cut to that announce booth, like, the dude looked like a like, legit athlete, deal Madden. He, he gave credibility, I, for me, for my money, he gave credibility. Um, I know they don't show them at the booth very much physically, but when they do, I don't know. I just thought, remember when Brock went over there before he, like, f them? And I'm looking at all three of them, like, geez, Jerry Lawler looks like some dude, like, my dad who just got out of his like lounging you know <laughs> chair right um you know and then you have deal Man, who looks like a million bucks looks like an athlete um i don't know there was just something about it. i thought that worked with him and i thought he would have been better he could have continued to improve
2: yeah and i i think
1: yeah we uh, have got to I, figure this out but but then to be fair i think tom phillips is very good he is good
2: yeah he shouldn't have been removed from the first place. and no, This doesn't shouldn't. mean that Big Joseph is fired or anything. He's Okay, good.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah,
2: uh, he's probably going to be doing 205 Live, you know, for those other shows.
0: And... How is 205 Live still on the air? We talked about this last night.
2: I didn't know it was. Because it doesn't cost him anything, right? I didn't but know
0: it was. Yeah. So now you've got an NXT UK talent that is the Cruiserweight champ.
2: Which is um, such a big mistake, I think. You had Angel Garza, who was just starting to get over, and then you take the title off him.
1: Oh, why'd you tell me I was going back and watch that? Damn it. Was this the like <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, this was the uh, uh, Worlds Collide. That's where I hit pause on. <laughs> There's oh, just so much wrestling right now, and no one cares about that. That Worlds Collide pay-per-view <clears> had <throat> less response than the last Impact pay-per-view. Um, oh, yikes. You know. but, but
0: yes, I, know- I noticed some talent on this podcast. Couldn't even be bothered to show up to talk about it. <laughs>
1: Who? Me? You two, both of you I was supposed to be on it?
0: I don't I don't know who was supposed to be on it Last night I have doing it with Michael and Jesse And I'm just like, Jesus, Like Justin Well, at least you got him? to
1: call it And you didn't rely on poor Michael to get us through the matches Goodness gracious, Michael <laughs> The start of the match would start Like, alright, uh, so-and-so puts a headlock on so-and-so And let me just say, Matt This is what I like the most about it. like, Get to the finish <laughs> Then we'll talk about it because we have so many fans that want to hear the finish. But Mike Michael is a good dude, a shitload of energy, and loves wrestling. So I like Michael. No, it was fun
0: last night. It was just very different. It was a very different podcast for people that are used to hearing the usual regular flow.
1: I would have done it. Um, I
0: but... I don't know. I get told by the boss man who I'm broadcasting with. You know, I just
1: <laughs> I didn't think you watched NXT UK. I normally don't. To be fair, you're right, Raj. I don't. like <laughs> this pay per view, I found myself watching. it. Yeah,
2: I see what they're doing—trying to mix the NXT UK guys mm-hmm. with the NXT guys to give them rub, raise them up. But I think it's just bringing the, the interest level NXT down. I think that's part of the some... reason their ratings are down.
1: Really quick, what do you think of Mustache Mustache Mountain versus uh, what do you call it? Oh, against DIY. Yeah, I did see some of that.
0: It was a great match. I just,
2: <sighs> I just don't care. Why should I care about this match? You know, where are the storylines and the characters? Yeah, these guys can go great. Good wrestling matches are a dime a dozen right now. Like, give me a, a
1: reason to care. Place. I'm getting to a dangerous place as a fan where I'm starting to not care about the stories as much, and like really impressed by the high spots. What the is going on? <laughs> because
2: here? there are no stories.
1: You it's know, a reversal for me. Like yeah. when I was younger, I wanted to see nothing but like storylines and stuff like that. And that's usually not what younger wrestlers do. They just do high spots and shit like that. And now it's yeah. like, now that I'm older, it's like I want to see these high spots and flippy <laughs> new shit that I couldn't do. And then not as much boring storylines like Juan and Bobby Lashley.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just find like a, a Brock. Some people's heads are going to explode right now, but I find a Brock Lesnar match way more interesting than a lot oh. match.
1: Yeah. Because I see why you don't
2: know what's going to happen. It could be a 13 second the squad
1: ability. Yeah, yes. For that, I know what you're saying. Like when we got the battle royal tonight, this was completely yeah. unpredictable. No one would yeah. have called
2: this with O'Connor. You know, it's gonna be 40 minutes and they're hitting, they're killing each other and you know, uh, big moves, and they're kicking out at two. Um, with Lesnar, you have no idea what to expect, and there's not many wrestlers that are like that. Yeah, I like, lo- yeah, yeah. What, uh, what I thought of that Lesnar Shelton Benjamin, um, uh, spot, I thought that was awesome. Where is no, that? It was good, yeah.
0: I like continuity. I think NXT, I think WWE going so big on NXT UK is a huge mistake given that NXT is in the fight for its life against AEW right now on Wednesdays. I think the mix of the Build the Worlds Collide and the Dusty Classic is what has killed NXT in the last five
1: years. Especially especially the tag tournament.
2: Yeah. Yeah, these five-star matches are not getting ratings. People don't care about, you know.
1: But, uh, the the so Grizzly Young vets. You, so, then let me ask you this I love AEW. Obviously, I admit it every week that I probably judge them more in favor than NXT. I admit that. But with that said, <clears throat> take Jericho, Moxie out of it. Oh, yeah. And Cody. I, what's...
0: It's basically NXT.
1: Yeah. If you had AEW in the
2: NXT setting at full sale every week, I'd find it really hard to watch, even with Jericho um you know just with that dark no one's watching you're the only one watching the show feel you know like they
1: did that on purpose though hunter legit does this on purpose to give it a different feel versus the other two shows though right yeah it's not because they can't afford it it's wwf it's disney world
2: well they they can't fill an arena with you know a big arena with those
1: guys no the light the lights though yeah The the show right It feels
0: different. It's got a more intimate feel. Um, And it's not about viewers necessarily in ratings, but I think that it does matter. But just even as a fan, I mean, I said this last night, I'm a huge mark for NXT. It's the reason I started watching wrestling weekly again back in 2015. I want NXT to succeed because when it's good, it's the best wrestling on TV, and since the since the start of 2020, it has not been. It was at a real high point going into Survivor Series and coming out of Survivor Series, and it yeah. has stumbled big time in the last three weeks.
2: And I also think NXT, when when it was one hour as as this underground show on the WWE mm-hmm. network, it was different. Now that it's a national show and it's up against a major league show, you got to compare it to that major league show, and it looks it's night and day. Like, I could watch NXT. Like, I could watch a Madison Square, you know, when they used to do primetime wrestling back in the day and they'd have those shows from house shows on primetime wrestling. And I'd watch those and enjoy it. But if it was up against Saturday night's main event, I'm watching Saturday night's main event. You're watching, you know. That's uh, true. It's cool it, on the side, but, but as, as a, a weekly something you're supposed to be invested in.
1: It, but they're doing this on purpose, Russ. It's not like you're giving the WWE this big secret that they don't know, like, that they, they can't have better lighting and. Better everything. They're like again. They are Walt Disney World of wrestling. They can afford cameras. They can afford the lights. They can afford a million different things. And NXT did have a different feel, even though it was from Full sale. Mm-hmm. They used to have a much different aesthetic to it than they do now. It was lighter. Um, but I think that's what the whole point of this is for them, right? They wanted they wanted it to be different. But if they want to be considered that third brand on the same scale of Raw and SmackDown. They need not just that though, Raj. They also need a more mishmashing of the talents, and to get the bigger stars to come to NXT, not just Finn Balor, but others as well. Yeah, Do you know.
2: And 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that NXT should look like Raw or SmackDown. I think those are overproduced. When you have the ring posts that have LEDs, it'd be like watching a UFC and right. the the corners had you know LEDs shining and everything. At, at some point, it looks ridiculous, and I think it takes away from. The the story of two guys wanting to beat each other's ass, which is what wrestling is. Do you think the other reason
1: be. why you like the AW look, which I do, too, but I do because it gives me that nitro. I know we shouldn't compare it to nitro. <laughs> People cry when I do. But the aesthetic, again, of this TV screen, when I watch it, it has the same smoky feel that I used to dig. I loved it. I did like it a lot when nitro was around. I don't know why, but I did. And I do kind of get that vibe when I watch the show. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, well, to your point, it feels like a a, like a sports feel. Like Nitro always felt like like a sports feel. Like it's not. It it looks good. It looks good on TV, almost like Bellator MMA or it it looks big time without being
1: overdone. No, like 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 the way a baseball game would look at at nighttime. Um, But like when I watch Raw and SmackDown. I know that sounds so weird. It probably just makes no sense, but I—the way the screen itself looks—I don't know what it's called. I can't call it graphics, but like the way it's—it's it's on the TV screen does not. I couldn't even imagine a baseball game looking like that.
2: It looks so, like a video, like you're in a video game, as opposed to a sporting event. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I hundred. I agree, hundred percent. It, it, it's too far. NXT is not far enough. NXT is too. It's like a, it's a, you're filming it in someone's closet. Um real quick uh one thing we I don't think we've talked about yet they are renaming the NXT Women's Championship to just the NXT Championship. Um they're it's getting rid man. of women's uh in the title.
1: What about the men's championship?
2: Uh, so there's going to be two NXT championships, I guess.
1: How do we
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It's uh, so there's an NXT men there's I mean you just have to do the logic yourself. Adam Cole is an NXT champion, Rhea Ripley is an NXT champion.
1: So why can't I go to NXT and challenge Rhea Ripley for the championship then?
0: Because the man is too scared to have uh, intergender wrestling. I don't know.
2: I I
1: just think just. How do you just, break that down then?
2: Yeah, the, re, having two championships named the same just makes no sense to me. Just add men's to the men's championship. In them, the Olympics, in you, you have men's. Have men's. Yeah.
1: That Then you know. Then you know which is which then. You know what I mean? Right. Put men's in front of men's. There you go.
0: Matt, it's like your point
1: earlier. Oh, the closure that you zinged me for. If it's all
0: equal, you don't need to say men's or women's. They're just so both then champions. there
1: should just be one then.
0: Ooh, but they're yes. they are
2: different though. No, I know. They are di- when you have uh you have WNBA and then the NBA, they're different. And, it, and it's talent, not men and, and women playing the same league.
1: And two talents can't wrestle each other either. Right. Like a guy can't wrestle a woman, a woman can't wrestle the guy for the guy champion. Well, they have done that in TNA. Right. Right? Yeah.
2: I mean, right, well, Tessa is the technically the, the world champion, champion of the men's division, because up until now, that's always been the men that have competed for that title. And there is a separate women's division.
1: I see what they're trying to do, which you, you got to kind of, you, you can appreciate it. But I, hmm, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think, I think know, if you, if, if there would be an outcry.
2: If you combine the men and women's, basketball, like WNBA and NBA together, and you're like, all right, well, only the best players play, you know, that would knock out a lot of the women by genetics, you know, because genetically the men are taller and, and, you know, it would, we're, be... we're,
0: we're, do we really want to get into this? Guys, we're no, an hour we... and 30 into a podcast. <laughs> like, like we're not going to solve the world's problems. Nobody nah. gives a shit what we have to say about gender roles
1: in
0: no. the world of professional wrestling and semantics and who's genetically given. You know, Jimmy the Greek got in a lot of trouble back in the late mm-hmm. 80s talking about who was genetically better at certain things. And just trust mm-hmm. me, don't go there. You can't win. It's a losing battle and nobody gives
2: a shit. But do you think it's a good idea to rename that championship?
0: whatever I mean the sun will still rise and set tomorrow does it really make a difference <laughs> yeah,
2: then, I mean then like you want to talk about it? this to,
0: I, I mean uh, there's a lot of stuff we could talk about that are hot button issues about women's wrestling and men's wrestling and gender this is like not significant at all I think this is just a mere semantics argument and it really doesn't matter mm-hmm.
2: yeah. but it is uh, the story of this week that is a yes. big deal. So and Be- they,
0: I'm
1: sorry. Really quick, when did they do it?
2: It's effective immediately. So did, now, when you hear was them, was
1: them on it announced TV tonight, was it announced the other night? Was it? They, they didn't make
2: a after formal announcement. It was oh. done quietly. Oh.
0: Cool. And Becky got in trouble for her comment. Not in trouble, but there was a backlash about Becky's comment last week.
2: Yeah. So Becky was on backstage with CM Punk and she was talking about how she doesn't like the term women's because up until now using the term women's, it's like, oh, we need this many women's matches. And it totally makes sense what she was saying, uh, that up until this point, because wrestling has been behind the curve of like the UFC and a lot of other, um, sports when it comes to that. But, uh, so a lot of people thought it maybe it's because of her comments that they dropped the title. And then she came out, issued a statement saying, that wasn't what she meant. Um, She just wants the men and women's, you know, women, men and women's wrestling to be treated equally. And I think I I can't see anyone disagreeing with that. Yeah. I mean, obviously they're different rosters. Obviously people can compete
0: differently, but I mean, it's yeah, it's, this is all perception. Really. WWE is still going to do things the same way. They're just rebranding what they call it. That's all it is.
1: Uh, Folks. It's also a work. Yeah. Perspective as well.
0: And also WWE are hypocritical bastards because uh, they could talk all they want about women's evolution and all this stuff. But tonight we had Santino Morella as Santina show up in the women's Royal Rumble. So remember who you're dealing with. It's all yeah. for show. Yeah. It's all for
2: marketing. Nia Jax was in the men's Royal Rumble last year.
0: Now you could argue that when there was a lopsided equation, That it is actually progressive representation to do something like that, where you are. This was
2: a joke. Yes. Yes, I agree. There was a
0: bit of a difference there. There is. Anyhow, on that note, did we talk about (laughs) Rocky Johnson's funeral, the gossip?
2: Oh, just real quick. Yeah. So Vince McMahon, he was kind of playing, you know, he was being Vince, strutting up there. Uh, he did say, so Superstar Billy Graham, he who wasn't at the funeral, but he heard secondhand from his mother-in-law who was there, uh, was complaining about Pat Patterson's behavior. Pat Patterson was apparently a little off his rocker at the funeral. They cut off his mic at the end, um, towards the end of his speech. And then Vince McMahon also apparently strutted on stage, complained about the ceremony being too long. And, um, yeah, just kind of cut a promo about how, uh, Ada Johnson was the best thing that happened to Rocky, which was kind of odd because they had been divorced for a while. Rocky Johnson had a, has has another wife, um, but he was basically just saying what Rocky had said in the past, like you know his wife was the best thing that happened to him and his kids. So it's just one of those things. Vince is Vince, and Pat's yeah, maybe he's losing his mind. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> people thought Pat's stuff was uh, very inappropriate.
0: Ahead, yes. yes. On that note, we'll be back here tomorrow night to talk about Monday Night Raw. I assume all three of us, Raj, you're in for tomorrow Yep, right? yep,
1: yep.
2: Okay.
0: And we can continue with that. And if people have feedback, and they want to talk about these issues, we can debate. Raj can moderate. Matt tweet can take us, a side. I can us. take a side. It'll be like Crossfire back in the day. It'll be awesome. Uh, anyhow, on that note, uh, he's at BP Matt Morgan at Geary underscore 303. I'm Matt Glenn Rubenstein. You know what? Don't follow me. I don't want to hear your feedback tonight. Block Not end. about the end. Block, Glenn tell me about yeah, their unfollow unf- Glenn. unfollow, unfollow Glenn. Glenn. uh we'll see you back here tomorrow night on the wrestling Inc. <laughs> podcast take care
3: support for this podcast and the following message come from coriant